This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. This week we have Amber Winfrey back on and talking us through resurfacing. This is one of the most important aspects of the selling side of our business. We get to make sure that we take great care of the clients that have put their trust in us by going back and making sure that we don't owe them any money. And if we do, helping them file a claim and making sure that they don't have any gaps in their coverage. 75% of our clients are going to get more coverage simply because they like us and they trust us. On top of that, people on average change their careers seven times. So it is likely that there will be new employees that you can help every time you pop your head back in to say hello. This is a topic that we get questions on all the time. So in this episode, Winfrey talks through the what, the how, and the why behind resurfacing our clients. So enjoy Amber Winfrey. Hello again, Amber. Welcome back. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I uh, asked uh, Amber to come in again just to, to talk about resurfacing. She is phenomenal at this and, and does it at a doesn't just go out with the intention of, hey, I'm going to go resurface and make sure my clients are taken care of and that they know what they have. But also on top of that, I'm going to make sure that they have better coverage if, if they, you know, make sure that they have the option to get better coverage if they want it and uh, talk to everybody else that I haven't talked to yet. And there's some really, really big weeks that have come from that. And there's a lot that we can all learn from her. So listen up. I love this topic. I'm so excited to be here again. Thanks, Dylan. So gosh, resurfacing has become one of the favorite parts of my career. Um, it's funny. I was having a conversation with Justin Ellingson a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I'm almost becoming complacent. Like, I don't even want to cold call anymore. I just <laughs> want to go back and love on the people I already do business with. And Part of it is just the fact that it's so fun and people are so happy to see you, right? Yeah. And also that it's just such a layup. You know, it's um, especially in upper level leadership, right? Where you only have limited field hours because you're training, you're interviewing, you're hiring, you're, you know, there's so many things going on. Um, it's just the resurfacing piece is so much fun. And so I'm going to tell you right now, if you have been here three months or longer and you are not resurfacing, Go resurface, go resurface. <laughs> if you've been here a year or longer and you haven't resurfaced, shame on you, shame on you right now. Look at your calendar and schedule your next week for resurfacing because it is so fun. And what I love about resurfacing a territory is um, it's, it's just people need us, right? And, and it's been so evident to me, especially lately, like why it's so important. And just to kind of give you guys a little background, um, I've had some big weeks here. I've seen a lot of success. Family heritage has been the greatest blessing my family could even ask for. Um, but you know, December, 2020, um, 
I think it was like the last second to last week of the year. And, uh, my numbers, I, I had just slipped out of the top 10 and I was like, well, that's not that's an, not option, an option, option for me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I gotta be top 10 guys. So, uh, I went out and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm resurfacing this week. I'm going to go find the people who need me the most right now. And I'm going to go back to some of these territories that I've worked with. So December, 2020, uh, I resurfaced a town of 3,300 people wrote over $30,000 in premium and found 19 claims, 19 claims, you guys. And then that hadn't been filed. That had not been filed in September, 2021. Right. Um, another big one, um, a town of 4,500 people wrote 20,000 in premium and found nine claims. And then my original town, that I started week one with Family Heritage, about 20 minutes north of where I live, uh, town of 4,400 people. Um, I've probably written over 80 or $100,000 total in this town in my lifetime of my career. I work with probably 80% of the businesses in that town after three and a half years. And I don't even know how many claims we've had there, but I continue to go back to that town every four to six months and just consistently pick up new business and add coverages. Yeah. And it's fun, you guys. It's so fun. So so why? Right? Why reservice? I mean, I know it sounds like obvious. Well, we reservice so we can sell more insurance. We reservice so they know we're real, right? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but the first thing is it just it builds so much credibility. Yeah. Right? Part of our job is building credibility with people so that they trust us, so that they know that there's actually a face that goes with their policy. And if something happens, they're going to be taken care of. Yes. Most people hate insurance. Guys, I don't like insurance. <laughs> Some of my biggest nightmare phone calls have been with our health insurance and other insurance companies, right? Most people don't like insurance. And it's part of the reason they tend to not pick it up, right? But if they see you and you're going back in and you're like, hey, how are we doing? How's life? What's going on? You know, they know you're going to be there. They know we're not some fly-by-night agent, right? Who's going to walk in, smooth talk them for 30 minutes, write them policy, and then dash into the night and never be seen again. Right. You know, uh, it's so important. Just seeing your face and knowing that you're still in that business is going to give people a lot of reassurance. Yeah. Um, and, and what's fun is people forget what they have. Dylan, you would be shocked the number of people who are paying for a policy with us and they don't know what they have. Um, and it's not because they don't care. It's because most people that we work with have a million things in their brain that yeah. they're dealing with just like we do. And oftentimes their $60 a month policy <laughs> is not at the top. Right. Right. So when you walk back in and it's like, Dylan, hey, so glad to see you. Listen, I'm back in the area again, catching up with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Just wanted to pop in real quick. One, make sure I don't owe you any money. And then to remind you what we're paying for, do you have a few minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody's ever said, uh, no, I don't, I don't want to see if you owe me any money. <laughs> you know, yeah. and most of them are like, heck yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I actually don't remember what I have. What do I have with you again? Right. And, and what's fun is if you are using sales rabbit or another CRM, right. And you're not taking good notes. This is where you start. 
because resurfacing is so much easier when you're taking copious notes in sales rabbit. I hardly ever have to call the company and ask what somebody's coverages are. You know, I can walk into your business and be like, Dylan, hey, how are you and Courtney doing? How's life, right? How's Atlas? Okay, and I'm just having conversations about things that I made note of in Sales Rabbit. Yeah. Okay, and I remind you, you know what, Dylan? So we've got you on that top level accident plan, both you and Courtney, and we've got you on a, a kind of a mid level cancer plan. So let's make sure we don't owe you any money first, and then we'll talk about any potential holes in your coverage. Sound good? Sounds good. Cool. And I just sit down with you and I run through the accident plan. This is what you're paying for. This is what you've got. This is why you said you wanted it. It just gave you a really good peace of mind. Still feel that way? Awesome. Cool. And then we run through cancer. You know, Courtney had a mammogram this year. Anybody had any, you know, any, you know, any of the things we pay for, right? Right. No. Okay, cool. Well, don't forget you guys, you get this benefit every single year. So go out and do it. Okay. And then it's, okay, Dylan, so look, we got you covered on accident, the day-to-day stuff, right? Cancer is a big one. I know it runs in your guys' family. And so we got you covered on that too. But here's the deal. You guys are young. You're healthy. One in three Americans is going to deal with heart disease, okay? We should probably at least look at those coverages, okay? I just My job's just to make sure we don't have any loopholes. Sound good? Yeah. And then I run into a demo. I demo them. And most of the time they pick up additional coverage. Right. Right. Or, or I say, Hey Dylan, you know, I know the last time we talked, we took the low level cancer plan just because, you know, it, it fit the budget at the time. But I know in talking to you for the last few minutes, cancer has kind of been a big deal in your family the last few months, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe we should look at bumping that up a little bit Yeah. for just a few dollars more. We could do this. Mm. Okay. So part of the benefit of building this credibility and letting them see my face is they trust me. Yeah. I can actually make recommendations for what's best for your family because I'm listening. I'm taking really good notes. I'm asking good questions and I know what's going on with your family. And now I'm going to make recommendations for you. And when they trust you, they listen to your recommendations. Yeah. And, when they're, and when they're reminded that they made a good decision six months ago or a year ago, that business after they're reconfirmed that, oh yeah, that is a good thing. I do now. I do have a backup plan, and I do feel good about that. That business is going to stay on the books for a lot longer. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. And and here's the other thing that's really fun is, you know, as we talked about one of my previous podcasts with you, Dylan, the brick wall yeah. is that this job doesn't get easier, but we get better, right? right. One of my favorite stories is uh the very first town I worked, I went back to reservice six months later. And the first time I was there, I got my butt handed to me with Aflac, right? Aflac all over this town. And I forgot that actually, I forgot how many people were like, nope, we're good. We have Aflac. And I'm like, well, I, um, um, oh, okay. Okay. Have a great day. Right. I didn't know what to do. Well, I came back six months later with new tools in my belt. Right. And then all of a sudden like, oh, great. We no, we're good. Sorry. We have Aflac. And I just smile. I'm like, oh, Dylan, I am so glad you have something in place. Um, listen, here's the deal. We're similar. Okay, we're going to pay you benefits directly. Biggest difference is we pay more, we cover more, and we actually give you your money back. I work with Joel down at the maintenance shop and across the street with Susan at the floor shop. Do you just have a couple minutes? I can show you some of the differences. And, uh, and, I, and I went back that second time and I wrote out another twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 over the course of a month. 
And most of it was just flipping accounts or adding on to what other people had already had from other companies because I, I forgot how much was there and I'd gotten so much better. So yeah. I kind of went back and cleaned up what I missed the first time. Right. You know, um, another story I have is, you know, people also forget that you were ever there, right? The people who told you no the first time, a lot of people are like, oh, but Amber, this guy already told me no last time I was here. <laughs> so life is different. So yeah, something yeah. has changed. Well, yeah. Every six months, subconsciously, people reevaluate their life in some form, right? Mm-hmm. What they're eating, what they're doing, where they're at. People forget things happen. Mom gets sick. Grandma dies, right? right? Their friends get in accidents. They see things that change the way they look at the world. Um, I remember walking into this business one day and the guy met me at the door and just started screaming. I'm so sick of sales people. I barely keeping the lights on here. I don't need whatever you're selling. And I mean, he was, it kind of shook me a little bit. I remember yeah. getting back in the car and being like, if I was a new agent, that might've made me cry. Right. Like that was hard. Yeah. And I shook it off and I was like, whatever. Kind of gave the guy the finger behind my back and went on to the next business, like whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, next time I was in town, I'm like, I'm going to go see this guy again. Yeah. You guys, he didn't remember me. And he picked up an elite heart policy. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't even remember me and I wrote him coverage. Right. And I just kind of laughed to myself. I'm like, this is why we go back. Right. That guy was probably just having a really bad day. Money yeah. must have been tight. Who knows what happened at home, right? Or what was going on at the shop that day. Like people need grace. People have bad days. Yeah. Go back six months later and see him again. Yeah. When people are rude or hostile, I mean, it has, has nothing to do with us. No, <laughs> it has everything no. to do with whatever they are dealing with in their life. And guess what? If he's rude and hostile again, I survived it once. Yeah. Right. Didn't gonna break live. me. I'm going to be okay. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Um, so, you know, people, people change and, yeah. and that is why we go back. And, and then the other part that's so fun is the claims. Oh my gosh, the stories I have with the claims. And, you know, I remember I was resurfacing a train more territory just, um, in September and, uh, walked into one of my, walked into one of my groups and I'm like, Carrie, Hey, how's business been? He's like, Oh, it's, been really good, you know, and just kind of shooting the, you know, talking stuff about business and <laughs> I caught myself and, uh, and you know, it's, it's obviously a hard time right now. How's employment been? You guys keeping up with, you know, you fully staffed and, you know, we just kind of were having conversations. He's like, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting year. And Janet had a double mastectomy and, and this and that. And I said, whoa, whoa, Carrie, did Janet have breast cancer? Yeah, but you know, fortunately we were really lucky. We caught it early and you know, this and that. And I said, Carrie, you have a cancer policy with me. And he just stopped and he looked at me and he's like, I do? Yeah. Carrie, you have a really good cancer policy for your whole family with me. Janet's cancer is covered with us. And he just said, Oh, wow, I guess I didn't even realize that. So not only did he not remember what he was paying for, we owe this family so much money. And, and I don't know who was happier in that moment. Yeah. Me, because I work for a company that actually pays their claims and does what they say they're going to do, or him, because all of the medical debt <laughs> they'd right. acquired, um, you know, some of that was going to be relieved because right. of us. And, and it's just like, you know, I mean, I have another, <laughs> I have another gentleman back in my home territory, uh, you know, the one 20 minutes North and he, uh, he drives what we call the family heritage truck, oh, yeah. you know, it's one of my favorites, especially cause this town is small and everybody knows everybody and, uh, broke his femur 
Mm. Broke his femur with a preferred accident plan uh, one winter, walking out to his truck, just slipped and fell. No big deal. Called me, went, helped him file the claim, took care of him. We paid him. And uh, he happened to be, you know, uh, that he, you know, his, he was in a fairly okay position for the circumstances he was in. Mm -hmm. And so he got his payment from us and he's like, just going to use it to buy a truck. Yeah. And he paid it. He paid cash for this truck and, and sent me a picture of it. You know, he's like, it's my family heritage truck. <laughs> and so every time I'm back in this town and we talk about, we talk about Joey's family heritage truck. And yeah. it's just one more story that I have in this local town that, and most of the people in town know about it, you know, cause they remember the broken leg, right? They, and so it's just really fun to be part of the claims process and, yeah. and to help people and, and be there for them, whether it's just putting extra cash in their account so they can buy a truck <laughs> or it's, it's relieving a business owner who's been financially burdened right. and, and is, is right now his biggest joy is the fact that his wife is going to be okay. And it should be, but man, does it feel good to know that we're going to be able to relieve some of their financial burden as well? Yeah. You know? So, so it's just, it's the fun part of going back to reservice and it's something everybody should be doing. And, and, you know, a lot of times people go back to that territory and they're so, they just want to go back to their yeses. They just want to, Hey, I'm still here. How you doing? You good. Awesome. See you later. Just letting you know, I'm still in town, you know? Um, but it's, it's going back to the people who told you, no, it's going back to the people who treated you bad. It's going back to where Aflac kicked your butt, right? It's going back to the people that weren't easy. The first time. Yeah. Because you've gotten better. Right. And the more you keep going back, the better you're going to keep getting. Um, but just knowing your policyholders want to see you. They want you to go back. And you go back and you work that territory like a territory. You hit every single business. You continue collecting stories. You continue building relationships with the people that are happy to see you. You carry claims forms on you. And you help them start the claims process right there. You tell them what they need. You take really good notes. So when you go back, you remember their dog's name. You remember their kid's name. You remember that they lost a mother to cancer and a grandmother to a heart attack, right? Uh, you remember all of these things. And, you know, the one thing I tell people is, or I hear from my agents, well, Amber, what if they want to cancel? I'm scared to go back because then they might remember they wanted to cancel their policy. <laughs> <laughs> Very service-minded of us. Very service-minded. Right. <laughs> but guess what? If you're going to cancel, I'd much rather be there in person yeah. to try to stop it, right? Right. I'd much rather be like, all right. Let me remind you why you need this. Yeah. Well, and then ask him, yeah. Dylan, I can totally help you with that if that's what you really want. Right. Tell me more about why you want to cancel. Yeah. What's going on? Is it money? Do you think now, oh, we've got great health insurance now, right? Um, because pretty <laughs> much whatever the reason is you want to cancel- I can overcome that objection. Right. I can, I can help. No big deal. Funds are tight. Let's take a look at maybe adjusting your coverage so it fits your budget a little better. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you finally have health insurance, Dylan. I know that was a huge stressor for you. Here's the deal. Remember, we're different, right? right. Health insurance is going to pay your doctors. And I'm so thankful you have that in place now, but we're going to pay you. And remember, if you can't work and you can't bring in income, it's going to impact you guys financially, Right. Right. That's my job. Let's review your coverage so you remember what you're paying for. And then I just re-solidify the sale. Okay? And so, again, if there's going to be an objection or a reason they want to cancel, do it. You need to see my person. Going back to groups. 
anywhere you set up an enrollment, a mini enrollment, you've got more than one person, two people. I don't care if we're talking about an O'Reilly's or an AutoZone or a school or a hospital, whatever. I remember in December of 2020, I went back to one of my assisted living facilities. I hadn't really been able to get in there because of COVID. So it had been almost a full year since they had seen my face. And I went in there um, and in December, we wrote $10,000 in a day in that assisted living facility because people had left, people had joined, uh, we'd paid a couple claims there. And so coworkers were like, oh gosh, I remember Shelly broke her collarbone and she said that benefit payment was really helpful when she was off. Probably I've been thinking fine. more about it. Yeah. yeah. If I broke my collarbone, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you go back, you see these people, you see your friends, you make, you continue building the relationship with the people in charge. And then it's like, Hey, I am actually here. One, I promised your employees that they would see me and I want to just get back on the calendar and remind everybody what they're paying for and see if we owe them any money. And two, I'm assuming you've probably got some new staff members. Yeah, we've got five or six new people here. Awesome. Just want to make sure they have the same chance as the others to pick up coverage. So I'm in the area today and tomorrow. Can I, does right now work for you or should I come back in the morning? Okay. And I'm just, now I'm coming back to do another enrollment. Yeah. And I set that up. I should preface that when I'm finished with that first enrollment, I also let the person in charge know, Hey, I told all your employees, they'd see me every six months or so. So I'll be back. Okay. Uh, six months or so we'll hop back on the calendar, catch new employees, take care of existing ones. Okay. But if you need me before then just call me. Hmm. So I've already set the stage for that. Now I just walk in, Hey, I'm here. What I said I was to do what I said I was going to do. Right. When's a good time. Uh, September of 2021. Wrote 14,000 with a group that I had already done business with. Again, catching new employees. That first time we were there, the company paid for a lot of their accident plans, right? So I've already picked up accident. Well, now I went back and I upsold them with more insurance, right? right? Because again, life doesn't stop. Right. People are now becoming more aware. That first few payments wasn't a big deal. Let's well, adding another little bit, right? So it's, it's just going back and telling them, this is what I said I was going to do. I'm here to take care of your existing employees and catch your new ones. Just want to make sure I don't owe anybody any money. Okay. Can I, can I come in now or should I come back in the morning? You tell them how it's going to work. Go back to your groups. O'Reilly's, you, you know, walk back in. Hey, Jake, how's life been? How's business? Right? Yeah. Glad to see you again. So, one, just wanted to stop in and show you my smiling face. And two, I'm guessing you guys have some new employees. Right. And simple thing to note, you know, that Amber just said is it's, she's not saying, hey, when, when would be the best time for me to come back? She's given them a choice of two positives. Is now a good time or should I come back in the morning? And then it's just a, you know, easy transition into him realizing those are the options and which one fits better for him. Usually he's probably going to say the morning works better. Yes, Absolutely. And, and then, like I said, it's, it's reviewing existing coverages. This is what you have. This is what you're paying for. Does any, been through anything? You know, you'd be shocked the number of people you sit down with and they go, huh, I have physical therapy for my back. Does that count? Yeah, it yeah. does. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I didn't even think about it, but I got stitches in my hand. I was making a sandwich and I cut my hand. Yeah, you could pay for that, right? So people, little things that maybe weren't even a huge financial setback to them will all of a sudden be like, oh, Oh yeah. Okay. Right. And then it's helping them with the claim. 
And then, you know, um, once we've gone through what you've already have and make sure we don't owe you any money, then it's like, hey, let's fill the gaps. Okay, let's fill the gaps. We've got you covered on the day-to-day stuff, Dylan, broken bones, stitches, stuff like that. I know you lead a really active lifestyle, okay? But the truth is, cancer, heart attacks, strokes, that's the stuff bankruptcy is made from, right? And so we really should probably talk about some of that. So do either one of those concern you? Uh, You know, if yeah, which one? Okay, which one's concerns you the most? And then you go into the demo. Or maybe, maybe they'll say, "Eh, I think I'm really good. You know what, Dylan? Totally cool. Cancer's a personal mission of mine. I'm just going to quickly show you the benefits on that one, okay? Okay. And I'm just going to show you it. And, and if you're really, pa- I mean, cancer's impacted my family in a lot of really hard ways. And so yeah. I'm, I believe everybody out there should have a cancer policy. I don't care how much money you have. Yeah. Um, so I will always show that policy. But if you're somebody who heart disease has impacted your family, make it your mission. You know what, Dylan, maybe right now they don't concern you, but Heart disease is something I personally um, have been impacted by. And so I just want to make it my mission to at least show you what that coverage includes. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how many people will pick it up that way. Yeah. They don't even know they need it or want it. Right. So, but you know, the biggest thing is doing the demo. When you're, when you're adding new coverage, do the demo. You need to resell people. You need to value add why we're doing it. You need to ask those questions. People's lives have changed. They maybe picked up coverage at one point for one reason and now it's a new reason right? Oh, your wife has left her career at this point. Okay. Business is picked up a little bit. Cool. Right. So things change. Life changes. It's making sure to do the demo. Don't skip the steps. But most importantly, it's let them see your face and tell them why you're there. Don't be afraid to recommend coverages to people. Don't be afraid to sell them what you know they need. It's amazing the number of times you'll sit across from somebody who's morbidly obese, smoking cigarettes, you know, and they're like, ah, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Right. I'm fine. I'm really healthy. I'm fine. Right. Cool. You know what? You probably are. But my job is to know statistics and know and help you understand your financial situation and everything we talked about. You said it would be an impact. And here's the deal. One in three Americans are going to go through heart attack and stroke. You know, or here's the deal. Cancer impacts three out of four families. Okay. And it's, don't be afraid to tell people why you do what you do and recommend what they need. Um, And and the more they see your face and the more people that you do business with in that area and the more stories you have and the more names you have and the more claims you filed, the more business you will get. Yeah, we know a lot more about this stuff and specifically our product, obviously, than they do. And that's our job is to actually educate them on why they might need it. Correct. And, you know, and how important it is to have. Absolutely. And and it is. It's a, it's a labor of love. And it's some days you resurface and it's just a lot of really great conversations and a couple of small add-ons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay because that's an investment in your book of business. Right. Right. Some days you reservice and you write 10K in a day. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, if you have too many days where it's just a lot of conversations and a couple small policies, reach out and get help because yeah. most of the time reservicing should be very, very lucrative and very successful. And um, it's a fine balance of relationship building and taking care of people and also rounding out coverages, right? So make sure you don't have too many days where you're just having great conversations and selling ICU policies. Right. <laughs> but um, 
but it is, it's an investment. And you know, the people that you're taking care of, I mean, here's the deal. Most people in this business are here for the long game, right? The fancy big checks and the lifestyles that we get three times a week up front is fun. It's why all Americans go to work, right? (laughs) But it's the residual income. That's the real reason we're here. And if you don't understand your residual income, you need to understand it. You need to find somebody to teach it to you. But the residual income is the real reason that you should be here. And most of us are here. It's the long game and nothing like resurfacing to solidify those books of business. You know, the guy with the family heritage truck, he's a lifer, right? The guy whose wife survived breast cancer, Carrie, I mean, he said, he's like, oh my gosh, he's like this, I'm so happy we have this coverage. This is, we're going to have this forever. You know, you are solidifying your retirement when you go back to these people and you're also improving their lives. Like, how cool is that? How cool is it to be in a career where when you make money, their lives get better? Pretty special, for sure. Pretty special. Not a lot of careers out there like that. So go back, take care of your people, love on your people, be confident in rounding out their coverage. Be confident because... They will never be upset that you sold them more insurance when something happens. And they're going to learn to trust you the more they see you. And so just keep going back and doing your job because it's a gift what we do and it's a privilege. And there's nothing more special than running into somebody with an arm in a sling and being like, hey, do you want to get paid for that? (laughs) And have their face light up and be like, what? Um, So just go back. Go love on your people. It's fun. It's refreshing. Cold calling's great, but it's not why we're here, you guys. It's not why we're here. Go build the relationships, solidify your book of business, and take care of people because that's our real job. Love it. Another one to listen back to multiple, multiple times because you will take something different away every single time. And just like when we reservice and people are in a different place two days from now or six weeks from now or a year from now when you're listening to this you are going to be in a different place, ready to hear whatever you didn't hear the first time or the second time or the fifth time. So take it to heart and uh, hope it helps. Bye guys. Thanks. Hope you were taking notes because there was a lot of noteworthy stuff talked through in this episode. Uh, Thank you so much, Amber Winfrey, for sharing all of your knowledge that you've gained in this business with us. Uh, Next week, we are going to continue to get technical. We're going to run through the cycle of the sale, the entire sales talk, break down the psychology of it, and hopefully bring further conviction in why we say the words that we say. Have an awesome day. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.